Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Final segment for us today on Stadium. So if you're watching on Stadium, head on over to Twitch, twitch.tv backslash BetQL for the final hour, the power hour of the show. All of our bets for tonight. College basketball bets for tomorrow, NHL bets for tomorrow, and we'll be joined by the glass man, PJ Glasser, as well. And I'll give a soccer bet coming for the Carabao Cup final, the League Cup final in the Premier League on Sunday with Chelsea and Liverpool. Like, that'll be a pretty awesome game. I will be watching that game on Sunday. Absolutely cannot wait for it. But for now, we finish up the hour with some more bets from the chat. We don't just have college basketball bets, we got NBA, we got some soccer bets as well from our friends in the YouTube and the Twitch chat. So, uh, Jake, you just play the music if that's easy. And uh and Jake, come back on and tell us some of the what's the next bet here from the YouTube and the Twitch chat. All right, back to the YouTube chat from It's a Simulation. Spurs plus ten and a half at the Lakers. This number's too big, especially with AD questionable. Second night of a back to back. Reddish is doubtful and unlikely to play. I think Wemby and Co. can keep it to ten or less. But what, what do you think? I I was looking at this game earlier, and I was actually thinking like I'd want to bet the Lakers if I did anything. Well, to be fair, uh, Spurs are second night of a back to back. They almost beat Sacramento uh, last night. I guess that could be your argument. Like look how look how well they played. Sacramento's kind of been like a let like when you don't defend at all, like you can't tough to blow out teams. So that's kind of like my thought for why that game was close last night, or why Sac why San Antonio had a chance. It's just really like as much as. You would be like, oh, there's a lot of things pushing against the Lakers here. It's also like the tankiest team imaginable on the second night of a back-to-back on the road, which is why the number is what it is. I guess the point here, my last thing would just be, like, if you think, if you really felt strongly that Davis wasn't going to play and you just wanted to get the best of the number, I mean, I haven't run like a power rating with him in and out to see what this is, but my guess is like there's at least some of him playing built into this. It's probably a halfway number. And if he's out, it'll be way less. So, like, if you really think he's going to miss, that is a reason to bet 10, 10 and a half, because it's going to be less when he's declared out. If you're not sure, you can at least wait till tip, because, like, what if he plays? You get a better number. Um, not, like, not a really strong opinion. Just, just late in the season, tank team on the road is just, it's, like, really undesirable. I think probably why the number is so big. I was thinking... Just like inter- NBA betting in general. Yeah. Sure. Remember, maybe, Which is I, I don't remember. Way. NBA betting is like, it's like it can just hurt your brain sometimes to try to work through some of this stuff. Um, I'd love to try to make it simplistic. And we t- so at this point, maybe Spurs are way good tonight, honestly. Um, it, it's just not a sport. It's a sport I watch all the time. I uh, I can't give you like a 100% confident betting take on, on some of these games. I don't remember if it was two th- the 2019-20 NBA season, which is interrupted, obviously, by the pandemic before they finished sure. in the bubble, or the 2021 NBA season. But something that we talked about on the show, and, and I don't want to, like, say that you did this all the time, but it's something we talked about, and then, like, I did it for a while and had some success with it. And the theory was basically that when an NBA point spread moves, right? So I'm going to make this up. Let's say the Lakers are playing uh, the Warriors, right? Whatever. And uh, the Lakers are a four-point favorite in the game. And there is no injury information. Like, none. So, like, everyone that you thought was going to play when the number was Lakers four at open. And then the Lakers get bet out to five and a half. So, Lakers were five. And there's no injury news. Like, everyone's playing for both teams. Is it like playing against that because the end, because the market is so sharp on the NBA? And you just, you get a point and a half with Golden State, you take the points. 
Is that like a like I I, I played like that and had some I'm I'm yeah. I'm sure if it were that foolproof, like people we'd all just be rich. <laughs> yes. So I'm not trying to insinuate that I cracked simple. the code. Yeah. yeah. Well I'll but I'll 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 play into what you're saying. I I vaguely remember that. I don't remember what our exact like rubric was or what our strategy was exactly. But I'll, I'll go like on. The I think that was it. Games. I think that's what it was because like I I remember like it was a Sixers Wizards game and like Philly was like seven. Right. They got bet out to nine. No one was out and we bet the Wizards and I think they they covered, which does not mean that this always has to win. But right. this is an example. Oh sure. Well, I'm glad you brought it up because it it reminded me of something I just brought up about like NBA betting and how it's different. This isn't even just NBA betting. Just something I would love for people to pay attention to. I I try to document, not document it, but just like store it away and pay attention to situations where this stuff happens, where you get so like markets move for all kinds of reasons, right? They move because people with influence bet them. They move because of injuries. They move because of weather. They move because of news. Like a coach gets fired, there's a new coach. They move sometimes because of trends. Um, you know, like, uh, I remember like a really specific, the Blackhawks once went over the first period, like 90% of the time through like 60 games a few years ago. And it actually got to the point where the derivatives were actually crazy. They weren't a normal derivative. Like everybody bet the over on the first period in the Blackhawks game. It was like 40 cents more than normal, which you never see with a derivative. Um, so markets move for all kinds of reasons. The specific examples I would love for people to like, think about and focus in on. I just think they're really interesting are ones where there's like a mania around a game because of like a really like obvious influential piece of news, usually an injury, but it's usually an injury in combination with other stuff. And it creates this like, like a mate, like it just an almost an obsession with like, there's no number too big. And it just like goes and goes and goes and goes. And this is almost where like the market almost loses track of the difference between the teams because there's this obsession with whatever this breaking news is. Honestly, like Iowa last night out. in women's college basketball is probably like that, right? To a degree. But, but like, what would be the, what would be the, was there something specific to that game that happened? I think, I think it was just like, and, and look, I don't, I don't bet the stuff and I don't like follow it really closely, but based on what, what a couple of some people that I know were saying, I, so it was just Caitlin Clark mania and Iowa should never have been a, a big a favorite as they were in the what game. They lost the game? outright they last night. They lost. Oh, yeah. okay. I, the the way I usually try to measure it is like literally from like rather than like it maybe it opened big and stayed big, like open to close a crazy move and it's generated by usually a really 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 influential injury. Those games and I, I I have data to support this, but like across sports, I would just invite people to think about like those games that move like that. Not only does the like the dog tend to cover a little more than you'd expect in those like. It's almost like perceived free money situations. Like, oh, like, how could this team ever cover? Um, the dog wins in them a lot. And then the NBA, it happens a lot, too. There's a like a famous episode of like the Ryan Rosillo podcast. And he, he tells the story about Doc Rivers all the time, um, where Doc Rivers once told him that like the toughest game for an NBA team to, to play is one where they know the best player on the other team is out because they completely let their guard down and they completely stopped trying. This is a champion NBA coach. Whatever you think about Doc Rivers, like coached a billion games and told Ryan that. And that's always stuck with me, especially in the NBA in those spots. And so that's why I always say like the first game is always interesting to me. LeBron last night was probably like a misfire by me because he's been in and out of the lineup a lot. He plays, he doesn't play. It's not like a new thing when he doesn't play. But sometimes you'll get those. And I, I can think of like 10 off the top of my head where it's like a couple guys didn't play for the first time. Number got bet out to like 13, dog one. Like it just happens. An NFL one that really sticks with me from last year is 
uh, all the players for the Browns that were out against the Niners when everybody thought Brock Purdy was going to play MVP, was going to win MVP. The Niners got on the road. Then what were the Niners in that game? Nine and a half, something like that. Like a crazy Lost number. Outright. Lost the game outright. Uh, that was where Trent Williams got hurt. And you could be like, well, there were a lot of injuries in that game. Like, I'm not saying it has to play out in this really specific way. It has to. There's, that's silly. Like, it's a game. It could play out a lot of different ways. Just that, like, when the mar like when the market moves because people are betting it that, like, know what they're doing and kind of, like, moving it in a direction, that's one thing. But when it's, like, unhinged, when it's just, like, create news and the story just completely overshadows everything that's going on and the and the market starts behaving in a really crazy way those are like the really interesting ones to follow where man like feels like the dog's way good in a lot of those versus versus a normal game and the payout obviously coming back is much bigger you don't have to be right as often um even if you're only right a, a little bit of the time i mean I imagine you know the equivalent of betting the browns and those kind of to win in those kind of a games and the dog it's not just take the points like the dog wins those games more than you think and this just goes back to nba and the spurs and everything because like in the nba i feel like you get more of those and the dog wins more often and it's uh maybe that's traceable back to some version of kind of that doc river story that that is how nba teams behave you better you bet with nick and ken here on a friday taking your bets right now in the youtube and the twitch chats uh, good stuff there. I'm betting betting the NBA and just like, betting in general. Uh, I might start like tracking that a little bit, but, like the idea that, that they're I'm just wrong. fun. And Go they're all going to be different, right? Different sports. Yeah. They're all going to be different. You know, just uh, it's and I'll do a better job because I'll be honest. Like sometimes we'll be during, we'll be doing a football show and something in another sport will happen that'll remind me of that. But like we'll be doing football, so I won't like bring it up. Like let's interrupt this pick segment to talk about this random game. But I'll try to be do a better job of like if I see one that I think fits that description some nights there there aren't any in any sport they don't you, you don't know when they're going to happen that's like kind of the whole point is that they're driven by like breaking news or injury information Jeep. and yeah <laughs> driven by Jeep. and uh and something you know really I'll, i there's i can think of so many of this off the top of my head there was a the rockets warriors playoff series not the not the crazy one not the like one for 30 from three rockets game seven one the one where durant didn't play in like game six what was that and curry like went crazy they were so durant I, i'm gonna i'm gonna get this a little wrong but i i'm the concept is right the rockets and warriors were playing i think it was it was game six or game seven and uh durant i think didn't play and the market moved incredibly hard toward houston and curry just like destroyed james harden and scored a billion points and the warriors ended up winning the game and like no again no one expected it injury market hard toward a team not driven by like sharp action or like influential betters just literally driven by this piece of information all the way out and the warriors end up and i just it's there's they just like keep flooding back into my all of these situations where these kind of things keep happening they're uh they're really really interesting all right uh jake see if you can hit us with one more like an nba one here to wrap up the hour quickly do you want an nba one or a college basketball at the buzzer College basketball at the buzzer. Oh, college basketball at the buzzer. Yeah. All right. College basketball at the buzzer from Bobby Frank, 2002. Kentucky Moneyline versus Alabama. Bama has extreme road home shooting splits and relies heavily on threes. And Kentucky's bigs are solid rim protectors. I, I, I don't hate this at all. I would only bet Kentucky in the game. Kentucky off the loss, Bama off. Uh, two straight, blew out A&M last weekend and the OT win against Florida. Yeah, I, I agree. If I had to bet that game, I'd bet Kentucky. And we we mentioned this already. Let me see if the if the openers like gotten better. If we have a, a new set of openers, that was Kentucky one and a half 
uh, at open. Uh, it looks like a bunch of places have opened too, and we've started to have openers now across the board for a lot of these games. So Kentucky going to be a home favorite, it looks like, against Alabama. Like a funny game, two incredibly like inconsistent, offense-heavy, no-defense kind of teams. Total, <laughs> the total, there's actually a three-point spread right now on the total. You can bet 175 in some places and 177 and a half just opened in another wow. one, which kind of gives you an idea of how all over, all over the place we are in that game. All right, so uh, we are now done for the day on Stadium. So if you're watching on Stadium, do you want to check out the final hour, Power Hour, head on over to Twitch, twitch.tv backslash BetQL. And in the final hour, the Power Hour, we'll give you all our bets for tonight, NHL and college hoops bets for tomorrow. I'll give you a soccer bet for Sunday, but we'll start the Power Hour. PJ Glasser's college basketball bets for the weekend with Nick and Ken right after this. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.